Welcome to the I Am Awesome podcast, where we celebrate the extraordinary nature of being human. In Psalm 139, 14, it is written that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and it is time to truly understand the depth of that truth. Throughout our lives, we often forget our inherent awesomeness and amazing potential. But let's reclaim our birthright, for we are not accidents. We are carefully knit together in the womb, each of us made with a purpose. Life circumstances, whether it's trauma, upbringing, health challenges, or loss, may have caused us to doubt ourselves, but no longer. Join me along with my co-hosts as we embark on a journey to rediscover our true awesomeness. Together, we'll explore the depths of our potential, guided by the latest research, insights from experts, and inspiring stories of ordinary individuals who have achieved extraordinary results. In each episode, you can expect actionable insights and practical advice that you can implement immediately. We'll delve into topics such as personal growth, self-care, mindset, relationships, and much, much more. No matter where you are in your journey, this podcast will provide the tools and inspiration you need to step into your full potential. Are you ready to reclaim your birthright? Are you ready to stand confidently in your most awesome and amazing state of being? Then join us on the I Am Awesome podcast and together create the ultimate awesome human experience. Well, hello, you awesome and amazing human. Welcome back. We, I, I really appreciate you uh, joining the show again. So I got the book. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's called Wrecked, When a Broken World Slams into Your Comfortable Life by Jeff Goins. I'll have the link uh, inside of the show notes for the um, nine-part episode podcast series they put out about it. It's really worth listening to. I was really uh, benefited by it, so I encourage you to do that. Again, in the show notes, that'll be there. Also, um, put the link in for his um, PDF that he put out as well. So definitely want you to check out the resources and see what it can do for you. Also very excited that Sandy was able to get back on the podcast with us. And it was nice because uh, I was able to make the statement that I made to uh, all of you on the first episode to get her response, which was most people don't know who they are. So I think it'll be awesome that you'll be able to kind of hear her perspective being fresh off of listening to the episode and then kind of jumping into this and, and getting her authentic you know take on it. It's pretty cool. So I look forward to that as well. We also discussed in the podcast multiple purposes and then um, throughout the stages of life, but there's that larger overarching kind of purpose that we're looking for, I think. And so it's kind of an interesting discussion. So I hope that benefits you as well. And also touched on the fact that, you know, there's some pain and discomfort that's necessary to get wrecked and find your purpose and not to be afraid of that, not to run away from it, but to actually run into it and embrace it and get through it and learn what you can from it on the other side. A couple of uh, programming notes. I messed up the Mary and Martha story badly by switching the names around in uh, their what they did. So Mary was the one at Jesus's feet. So you'll hear me twice on there, screw it up. And I'm very sorry about that, but I didn't have an opportunity to really go back and change that out without really messing the whole thing up. And I wasn't about to do that. So the point is still valid. It's just the names are uh, changed around. So I guess if you can look at it like we changed the names to protect the innocent, I don't know. That's just my weird way of thinking about it. Also, um, mic sounds, we're still working on getting the levels better. I've been getting some positive feedback on and basically, hey, work on the mic levels uh, so that you're all kind of even and not drowning each other out. So much appreciate you who pay attention to that. And we're still working on it. So yes, uh, Sandy's was a bit hotter than the rest of the mics. So we will be working on that going forward as well. And uh, finally, I shared a Venn diagram that I found really powerful in there that will help you as a very practical tool going forward to, you know, helping you find your purpose. 
In the Venn diagram, if you don't know what it is, it's a visual representation of similarities and differences between two or more concepts. So think of those circles that intersect and where they all meet in that nice little center spot. That's the sweet spot, I'd call it. And that's what a Venn diagram is about. I actually seen it as like a butterfly. So we called it the butterfly effect and you'll get more about that in the show. So I appreciate you again. Thanks for joining. I hope you enjoy the show. Look forward to hearing back from you and your thoughts and feelings on what you got out of this show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the I Am Awesome podcast. I'm your host, Eric, and I'm here with my two sidekicks today. Thank God. This is so exciting. Sandy's here and Melissa. So how are you guys doing? Melissa, tell me how your week's been so far. Oh, my gosh. So good. But just I just busy. Always. I feel like I'm always just so busy. Tomorrow's my daughter's birthday. Awesome. So, yeah, we're just going to have some fun this weekend with the family. I can't wait. Yeah, that's awesome. How old should she be? 27 or 8? She'll be 27. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 I think our daughters up. are a year apart, right? Still my little girl. Huh? Oh. Yours, mine's 26 this oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a year apart. I think Sandy and I have the same It's like age. me and you. Well, no, we're, all, we're the same. Yeah. Yep. I think I'm older, aren't I? No, I am. Oh, really? I think I'm the oldest one here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sandy, my how are you? Oh, good, good. Just a busy, busy week. Just the same. Uh, my son actually came to visit me. Yeah. Uh, a couple things happened, but then God is good. You know, like it was great. It was actually a really good visit. He, I know that you said in the last episode, he lived out of state. He doesn't live out of state. He just lives like almost three hours away oh, from well, me. Um, for me. That's so, a trip to California. So that's basically, state away, I suppose. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, for a 20 year old to drive that to see his mom, you know, <laughs> yep, yep, but we had a great, great time, blessed time. And I'm so thankful. Right on. So, um, I've, I'm grateful you're on because I think it'll be fun to, you know, see this whole episode too, as we recap a little bit through fresh eyes in one sense, I think it'll be mm -hmm. really neat. Um, and so I got the book wrecked. I would recommend people getting it again. It's by Jeff Goins. It's, it's a little harder to find. I think Amazon was where I ended up finding it because it was, they did a podcast series too. And I'll put that in the show notes for everybody, but they went over kind of like a, nine part series or whatever to uh re recap the you know stories in the book i got the book wrecked i would encourage you to get that um if you're interested in further exploring it it really goes into a lot more missionary type um stories in some ways and it's really more in that vein that he highlights a lot of things so missionary work is very profound and done some incredible things for a lot of people obviously um i'm kind of applying it to more of a general sense too, not just pigeonholing it into that scope, if that makes sense for where we're going with all this, because I just really like the the concept. And I think probably by recap too, it'd be wise to say that wrecked simply just comes down to that you have a moment that crashes into you that just shifts your paradigm or, or it challenges it. So let's say, for example, I think the easiest way to do it is like, when we, you know, most of us, at least our age, for sure, we had the, the model of you're going to go to school, you're going to come and get a college degree, then you're going to get the 2.2 kids, you're going to have the great career and job, and then you're going to have the, you know, the white picket fence and the house and the mortgage, and you're just going to live a great life and teach your kids and do your thing, and that's it, and then you'll go to the grave and be happy with what you did. I mean, not that that's bad. I'm just saying that, like, that's just this simple model, and then the wrecked aspect of that is when 
that paradigm gets challenged with something greater potentially or something more moving or more powerful and it makes you have this moment of oh my gosh like why did that impact me that hit me differently oh my gosh like okay wait that's making me think and now you're shifting your perspective completely on where you're going maybe and you're questioning is is that my purpose or could this be the thing what what's the alternative selfishly serve you and to what end like if you just life if you lived your life just for your own gain all these monies all these things all the items all the stuff and you just you know eat drink and be merry and then at the end of the day you die what you take nothing with you what was you know like what did you leave as i guess a legacy per se right so mm-hmm. it's kind of challenging that too a little bit so that was really powerful to me and so when I opened up the last episode, I asked Melissa this, and I wanted to ask you this, Sandy, because um, when we were reading through some of the material, they, the thing that Jeff brings out in his little manifesto, the PDF, which I put on the first podcast statement he made was, most people don't know who they are. And when you hear that statement, what do you think about when you hear that? I agree because I don't know sometimes I'm just like, and and I've been through different stages. Um, There was one thing that he did say is that, uh, and I'm going to read it because you guys said it was maybe something can only be born when something else dies. So when the first time that I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. And the first time that I thought, what is my purpose was, uh, you know, getting deep here. I was in a marriage where I loved my ex-husband. I really did. And I really tried and things happened. We didn't have a very good marriage. Um, and we had those two kids, you know, thinking you're on that paradigm that you were sharing earlier, but you know, um, things didn't go the way that I thought that they would go, but God brought me homeschooling and I was able to find my purpose there during these bad times, you know, in my marriage where it was a shift of focus, but it was also a shift of relying on God. Um, So my relationship with him grew immensely during that time. And I focused all of my energy instead of focusing on the negative in my marriage. It was like, okay, I've got to raise these kids. God gave me these kids, you know, and I've got to do this thing. So my purpose at that time was to do that, to grow closer to him, but also do what he wanted me to do. Uh, You know, things happen, (laughs) all of that good stuff. Um, But then again, I questioned, you know, like, who am I when I finally did get divorced and I did move away and um, my kids were grown and they were gone. And like, who am I? Somebody asked me, well, what are your hobbies? I have no idea because my life was so, you know, in with the kids and that was my purpose. Now I had to figure out what my purpose is. And so that was really tough. And it still kind of is because I, you know, it's like the empty nester. I am currently remarried. So we're building that, you know, and, um, you know, so I feel like, yes, something has to die. Well, not has to, but something could die to, you know, bring something to light. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know, just the whole regeneration thing, but, but, uh, you know, Yeah. And so as I looked back at that, you know, those questions and just the things you guys were talking about last week, I really thought, my goodness, you know, just stages of life bring on different purposes, different changes that you, we have to adjust. And we really need to go to the Lord and just be like, who am I? Tell me what my purpose is, (laughs) you know? And I liked at the end how you shared, you know, some actionable steps that, 
you know, you can go out, take a walk, you know, don't put, don't bring the phone with you and figure out, you know, and that's my thing is like, I love to be in nature and we moved up to the mountains and, and we did all that stuff. And, and sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, but I feel like I, I know where I'm at now somewhat. <laughs> so there's a light that's at the good. end of the tunnel, but it does change. Oh, it, at least it did awesome. for me. Yeah, no, that's yeah. awesome. And I think you're build, building a beautiful experience that you're genuinely happy in. Yes, you know, I agree. That, that's mm -hmm. what's exciting. Yeah, it is. It really is. Even with the kids gone and my identity being gone there, you know, I'm able to uh, have the freedom to do what, what it is that I want to do that God wants me to do, you know, like, yeah. so I'm able so that. So with sadness of having that time of my life gone, um, you know, in the, at the age that I am, but it's also a great happiness and awakeness that um, I could do what, you know, I'm called to do. Amen. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. Totally agree with Sandy. I think that uh, we go through different phases in our whole life, different purposes, depending on what stage we're in of our life. I think I, my purpose used to always be a nurse and helping people. And then when I got sick and I couldn't even help myself, I went through a whole thing. Well, I can't help myself. How can I help anyone else? Where's my purpose? And mm. through healing and a lot of mm. praying to God, that's how I was able to find my purpose again, to now help people to get through their other type of chronic illnesses so they don't have to go through what I had to go through. And that, so you can find your purpose mm. in anything, even mm -hmm. when you feel like the world is so dark and bleak and you feel so yeah. alone you can still yep. find your purpose. But I am now that I'm, you know, in a new state, I'm still the same. Um, like you, I'm still thinking, well, what do I like to do? <laughs> what are mm -hmm. my hobbies? I'm not even 100% sure really what those are anymore. I used to be sure, but now things are just changing. So I'm still figuring that out right now, too. And I love that. Totally That's okay awesome. with that. I love that. Awesome. So like, it's cool, because I think what recapping a little bit of it too when the both of you said your own stories but i find the common thread in there and that is searching for meaning and purpose like that's mm -hmm. that's the the journey of it in one sense you know when you're mm -hmm. trying to figure it out you're searching and i think and i, I and i read a, the the mary and martha story from luke chapter 10 Mm -hmm. And it, it just came out like after the after we get done recording, I, I, I don't know, I was doing something and then that story came to mind out of something I saw. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the Mary Martha story tackles the piece where we just start to go do stuff and we just stay busy. We stay at work later. We, we hang mm -hmm. out later. We watch Netflix longer and we just we don't want to face that question. And I think what they brought out in the book and in the discussions in the podcast was pain. Mm -hmm. Nobody mm. wants to endure a little discomfort or pain. I, pain sounds stronger, and I know that's like, yeah, a repelling kind of word, so I get it. I don't mean it in the sense of, like, physical pain that's going to be anguish and suffering and, like, okay, not that degree, but it's uncomfortable to explore your purpose, and people, we run from that. It's We're running towards pleasure and running from pain. I mean, that's just, mm. and we want everything to be left alone, copacetic, just want to cruise, yeah. And, and and feel good all the time and have it always be sunsets that are beautiful with my hand holding my significant other or enjoying mm -hmm. the great meal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's awesome. But 
if there's no other contrast to that, how do you appreciate that? How do you even know what yeah. that really is in value, right? And it's mm -hmm. the same with purpose. And that's where the Mary and Martha story to me, you know, Mary's the busy one. Mar Martha's just sitting at, at his feet, you know, and, and, and Jesus acknowledged both of them in their way, but he basically put the emphasis on like, don't let the busyness distract you from the real thing. And like he knew, obviously, at the time, my time is limited here. Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's the key to remember is like he was trying to tell her like settle down mm -hmm. there's plenty of time for all of that stuff i'm sure but i'm only here for a short period of time and this is super important and precious right now mm -hmm. realize that take advantage of this moment you know what i mean and seize that opportunity so i just thought that was really interesting a, a good visual of someone who was in that busyness but the other one was exemplifying like here's how you find your purpose you sit take it and chill out a little bit and, and take it in and then pivot and move and, and go do actions based on your new understanding. So be graceful, I guess, and be gracious with you. And like, I think in your story, especially Sandy, there's been many iterations of it with what you've gone through to get where you are. And I almost look like you have, I think the purpose in my opinion is one greater purpose. And then there's all these little micro things that happen along mm. that pathway of your purpose. Does that make sense? It does. That's how but, I kind of ingested it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. And the other thing while you're talking saying that is what's coming to mind is that, you know, the whole greater purpose, it's as as a believer, I think we we might all have the same greater overall purpose. And then those little micro things are individual to each of us. Um, and yeah. how, and like you were saying in the last episode is like, what, you know, like, God's going to say, what did you do with the time yeah. that you had? You know, that was really powerful. And Absolutely. That's super powerful. Yeah. And so that makes it, it just totally, I was like, oh, <laughs> I need to rearrange <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, but being yeah. present and being present, that's what I'm getting from what you're saying right now is that, you know, we have to have that time, you know, with the Lord and with ourselves to be present without the distractions so that we could be clear to explore what might be our purpose. Yeah. Well, and I think it's getting comfortable with who you are. Yeah. True. If you can't sit still by yourself, that's why I said, you know, in that last episode, go away without the phone. Don't have, mm -hmm. we always have this like, but I want to make sure I have it in case I need the selfie or I need the cool <laughs> view to show everybody. Like, who are you thinking about in that moment when you're thinking mm -hmm. that? You're not yeah. saying, I want to capture this to savor it for me because I'm going to pin it up on my wall or it's going to be mm -hmm. my screensaver to remind me of this powerful moment in my life. Mm -hmm. Where, and everybody goes, oh, but that's so selfish. And you start beating yourself up. And then it's just this mm -hmm. litany of things like, dude, there's enough outside of you that beats the crap out of you. You don't need to do it to yourself, too. Right. You right. know what I mean? And so I think that's sure. the, the, the goal in this is you've got to be patient and be comfortable with you first, because mm -hmm. then you can ask the hard questions. That's the uncomfortable stuff. And yeah. like I tell, we, we were talking about, and I've, I've had many conversations and I'm sure we did, too, but talking about like the health thing. It's easier to go change your laundry soap because it's toxic than to point the closer thing to you to say, I'm going to stop eating ice cream every night. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, For it sure. gets personal there. You're like, but I love that. I want that. And you get this. There's a whole feeling that comes with all of that and the reward and the dopamine and all of it. It's very real and it's yes. super powerful. So it's just easier. I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to, you know, ignore my own health to my own peril, but I'll, I'll have at least dye free clothing that I wear. Awesome. <laughs> right. You know, like 
it's important. <laughs> it's important, but what what layer is that out? True. You know, when you yeah. when you really peel it back, where of the onion yeah. that you're you know getting to the core here. So I don't know, like right. That's the I guess the thing I'm thinking about, and you know, I think what you also kind of touched on was the like the brevity of life and how short it is, and I think that's mm. a good segue into like where we're gonna go with today's episode more so and and i thought about this and i when i looked at it there's a it's called a i think a venn diagram and i should have looked it up in spelling mm. it but i think it might be v-e-n-n but mm. it, it's basically when you take circles that all kind of come together at a common center mm-hmm. and 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 in the this one's a four part and i it was shared by another guy i saw um the guy that does the mushroom coffee actually and i love the coffee by oh, the way and i yeah. put a i'm trying to get a link for y'all but it's a everyday dose it's super good I've mm. tried multiple mushroom coffees, and this one is by far the best. And okay. um, so, but I saw it as a butterfly. Mm. And then I started thinking mm-hmm. about like the life of a butterfly and the life cycles. And I'm like, man, these really do kind of line up with life. And I feel like when you look at the the butterfly in its beautiful stage, at minimum, it could have like days to like 30 days of a lifespan up mm. to 200 plus days, but not much more. <laughs> So it doesn't mm. even get a full year at its beauty, right? right. And when you and I, you marinate on that, you're like, wow, that is life for us. I mean, it's so mm-hmm. short. I and mean, what do we see? We see descriptions of blink of an eye, mm-hmm. you know, and it comes really fast. I mean, I look at it now. How do I have a 26-year-old, right? You have a 27-year-old tomorrow. What the heck? Like, you can, you can think back, like, I was holding her in my hands. Mm-hmm. Like, just yesterday, it feels like, holy crap, what's going on yeah. here, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. And so in the life cycle in that they have is four of them. There's an egg, larva, metamorphosis, and butterfly. And when I looked at the egg, it's like three to seven days. So I, I kind of, you know, and I could be off on my time frames, but this was how I kind of brought it out was that's that birth piece. Like you're born, boom, you know, there's, you know, nine months and then you're kind of at infancy. And then from there, the caterpillar is the larva stage. I didn't know that. That was kind of a lesson to me, but um, I always knew as a caterpillar, I didn't really call them larvas too, right? Sounds gross. I like a pet caterpillar better. <laughs> Just saying. Much, <laughs> Much better. Yeah. And that's only like, and so that's like two to five weeks in that stage. But their whole goal as the larva is to eat, 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 eat. So consume, consume, consume to get ready for the metamorphosis that's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at it. I'm like, that's to me the school age years for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then I thought like in that metamorphosis, I think is somewhere could be like high school into college age just before you hit maybe 21-ish to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's where you're really taking everything you grab because now you're starting to try to formulate this all for yourself, and then you're ready to launch as your butterfly self at some point on the back end of that. And the metamorphosis is a week or two. And then, like I said, the butterfly is at 30 days to 200-plus days. Mm-hmm. And then in the wrecked uh, conversation, one of the gals they talked to, she wrote these like letters uh, from an older person to someone in their 20s. And it was really an interesting perspective that she had because she was talking about going and being free to really explore in your 20s and take those risks and go figure things out and not be boxed in by what everybody's telling you you should do. Mm-hmm. And I said it the last time we were on this podcast, I think, don't shoot on me. Stop <laughs> shooting on people. It's horrible. You know what you should do? No. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but we have, so I think us, uh, and, and we've got kids in our 20s now, right? Like, so I'm looking at, like, I, I don't know, our demographic isn't probably 20-somethings at this moment that I can tell, but mm-hmm. so they're either in their 30s or their 40s. So you're going to be, you are a parent of a 20-something or you're going to be soon. 
So I'm just asking you to think about this. Like, don't box them in. Let them take all that they've gathered now that they're starting that early butterfly phase of their life to go figure out what it is their purpose is. And they may need to go explore things. You go, that's crazy. Hmm. That seems weird. I don't know why. Let them own their weird and go do it, right? Yeah. Own their weird. That's good. Oh, man. I did everything in my 20s. And then I was just going to do it all. And I was okay with it. (laughs) that's huge I did the same yeah I do and and you know for me going back to my story is that you know my kids left the home early like they were 18 they were gone and just with everything that was happening in life um and my you know really kind of was like I knew my son wasn't ready to be on his own thank god he went to live with my sister (laughs) but you know it's like I I had to hold my tongue because I'm, I'm watching my daughter do things that I would be like, Oh my gosh, no, because of the education and the experience I have in life. But then I have to remember I did the same thing. I left when I was 18, you know, like, and I'm like, okay, sit back, relax. God's got this, you know, keep praying. (laughs) Now we know what our parents were thinking. Oh gosh. So much. So much. They presented it as thank God you're out, but you know, inside (laughs) they're like, Oh my gosh. Right, right. My mom was the the worry wart. Oh, my mom. She always had the (gasps) everything, like, (gasps) (gasps) you know, like you cut your finger. She's like, oh no, it's bad. He's going to, you know, like, it's hilarious. (laughs) I love her to death. It's just, she just doesn't handle like the the emergencies very well. It really worries her. And, you know, so I I can only imagine what she was thinking about. Oh, gosh. I can imagine. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that's, you know, they always talk about birds flying the nest. I'm saying that's the butterfly going. And yeah, I kind of like the butterfly too, because they aren't like graceful per se. They're mm-hmm. weird how they flap wings and flop around and they don't look like they're flying really like, like stealth. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not cool. Like a hummingbird. We can fly on our backside and just be like suspended in air with their, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just, it's, it's, that's what life is like. It's just kind of somewhat silly, playful, beautiful in unpredictable and weird all the same and you don't know and again we don't know how long you have that's why i say like nurture that like you did like no you can't if you get too much in the way then they're just going to resent you for doing it Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and even now that's what i'm saying when people shit on you you kind of go dude like it's a repelling thing almost you know you're not mentoring me you're now telling me what you think i should do Mm -hmm. if you want to recommend some things that's a much different set of ways to approach that right yes yes. and then obviously you're going to respect somebody who's got kind of going where you think you're going and they've done it so now you're willing to listen Mm -hmm. even if even if they did and they were a jerk about it you would it would just be an immediate no good i'm i'm good thanks you're i don't want to be you right i don't know so it's important (laughs) that we mentor people not shape their life completely and make them go like and that was the thing he talked about in here the guy that he talked about was one of his mentors in writing this book and everything and he taught him a lot of these things in the book wrecked and he was saying that he made the effort to get a hold of the mentor he wasn't waiting for the mentor to come mm-hmm. and say here's what you're doing here's what we're doing next here's how you had this five-step blueprint plan that's not what purpose is either so mm-hmm. if you're here listening looking for like the blueprint there really isn't one and mm-hmm. I think that's meant to be that way. Mm-hmm. You're not a a baked good, so there's not a mm-hmm. recipe mm-hmm. per se, right? I mean, I don't know. Like, it's not that simple. We're 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 complicated, and rightfully so, I guess. 
Um, so like to me, the, again, the butterfly piece. So the four aspects of this, and I, and I, I know this is going to sound business-like and I guess I wrestle back and forth, like, okay, how do you make sense of this being sounding like business? But then again, it could be personal. And I'm, I was wrestling a little bit with it. And I realized if you are going to do your ultimate purpose, if there's money attached to it, I think that actually is probably where it should be. Like if you can do that thing and make money at it and make a living and make an impact and all the things, I don't see any shame in that. So the four circles that kind of come together in the butterfly for me were, what are you good at? What are you passionate about? What makes you money? And what ultimately helps other people? I think that you're absolutely correct that it is very much like a business thing. Um, but there's no shame in that because all of those things serve a purpose, serve others, um, and serve you. Um, and, you know, just you saying those four aspects, I can come up with my answer. Like, I, <laughs> I have my answer of what, you know, what helps others, what helps me, what makes money, you know. And um, so I like that. I like that yeah. a lot, actually. I'm okay with the whole business analogy. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I don't see how it doesn't work out that way. Right. Like you're passionate about it, right? Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. otherwise, I think that's the piece that changes it. If you're mm -hmm. not passionate about it, I mean, all of these have to work to stack together in a perfect scenario. I get it. Right. But I'm just saying, if you're missing that ingredient to it, then it's really either a job, potentially, or maybe it's just kind of a hobby. And it's mm -hmm. something you just kind of have fun with to distract you, whatever, like... But when we're talking passion, I feel like it's like when you sit down and talk to your friends and friends and people, all the family or whatever, whenever you're, whenever you're talking about stuff, it always kind of comes up probably because it's mm -hmm. something you're always thinking about or you're involved in it so much on a daily somehow that it, it's just who you are and you get identified with that thing. Mm -hmm. Now, question could be, is that really what you want to be identified as? I think sometimes we hide. Mm -hmm. we, we get into mm -hmm. the the you know the martha role again or was it mary did mm -hmm. i screw that up sorry <laughs> that would be me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know we just get so busy doing all the things that it's mary yeah mary's running around being so busy and thinking i'm serving i'm doing the thing i'm finding my purpose in a uh, hundred miles an hour but are you i don't know maybe you mm -hmm. are i'm just mm -hmm. saying that's again, take that walk, go be by yourself, journal, whatever it is to figure this out, because this is not easy. It's, it's difficult. And I think the other thing too, is that we get stuck in this loop of, I've got to have it figured out before I take the first step. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. man, there, Angie, Angie Lee, she said it best. Ready is a lie. Mm -hmm. that makes You're sense. never going to be yeah. ready. It's never going to be fully figured out. Mm -hmm. And I, I think you just have to realize it's going to find you as you step out in faith on a, on a path that you feel like from your best assessment, this is that direction I'm going. Mm. And again, use these four things. What are you good at? Write those down, make a long exhaustive list and just everything as silly as it can be to is whatever, just write it out. I think that's first. And then look at, are you passionate about any of those things? Start circling those. And see if there's some commonality to them, you know, because then you can look at like where if I use these things that I'm passionate about that I'm good at, where does that kind of put me? Where am I heading with that? Like, oh, I, I love cooking. I could be a, a chef. Maybe I could, you know, get into the, the food industry. I don't know what maybe I'll make my own product and sell it and make it better than somebody. I don't know whatever that looks like. Right. And then, you know, can I make money at it? Because 
again, I think if you're pouring yourself into it, you should. You might as well. I feel like if you do that, then you can spend more time dedicated to the thing you love and you're passionate about and you're fired up and good at and get better at it. You can take the classes. You can find the mentors. You can start you know, going to the masterminds and elevating your game and getting so much better and so much better doesn't meet the requirement of helping other people. Because I don't know, like they said in the, in the conversations they were having around the rect book, what's the alternative? If you're not doing it for other people, I don't know, like... I, I guess there's that rare duck out there that goes, I just want to serve me and I'm going to be okay with that. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's not mine. We've been getting such great feedback from the podcast already. Mm. Like I was still yeah. we were talking off air, you know, like that just warms my heart. Like I'm not, and I told my buddy yesterday we were chatting and he asked me, he's like, Hey, how's it going? I love it. I've listened to it. And he's like, I, he's, his model was, I listened to the first and the last episode. And then I know if I want to go back and listen to the middle stuff. I'm like, okay, <laughs> mm. I don't know, whatever that whatever works for you, go for it, you know. But, but one of the things <laughs> when we were talking was like, you know, how do you prep for this and all the energy that goes into it? And I'm like, I told him, I said, it, it doesn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that I've, that I've thought about a long time that it's just easy for me to have a conversation about because I care about this stuff. And I care about it because I want other people to – it's not for me to hear myself talk, I guess, is what I'm really mm-hmm. driving at. Like, uh, the, as soon as we get feedback from others where they're wanting to hear more of this or they want to hear more about that or tell me about this, I'm going there. It, mm-hmm. I, I'm not here to serve me because I don't – this doesn't – it doesn't make my heart happy to hear me on, on a recording just to listen to myself talk. I've thought these things for a long time. I know what I think about them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm hoping with us sharing this stuff, others will resonate and we can find our tribe and start to get excited. And, and then they can share their perspective like we're you know, when we talk with each other, you know, what's your thoughts? You know, I, that's the cool stuff that starts to get me excited. Like, I want to mm-hmm. hear from you and know more about you in this. Mm-hmm. So we have the email. We have the Facebook group. Please definitely go there and engage. I'm going to put the uh, butterfly image thing up on the Facebook mm-hmm. page so you can see it you know, screenshot it, save it on your phone, whatever you want to do. And I just encourage people to really start working through that because I think even if this, and again, this is very high level. I know there's some very detailed stuff out there. There's probably greater minds on this subject than I will ever be. And that's fine. I I wasn't reaching for Tony Robbins level on this. I was just trying to give everybody a good 30,000 foot view and maybe get some good details that could get you started Mm -hmm. to take that first step and, and, smash the whole ready as a lie. I'm waiting for that perfect day. I'm waiting till tomorrow. I'm, you know, I'll get it next mm-hmm. week. The procrastination stuff, because I think that's where you're afraid to face what might be true. Mm-hmm. And again, I think it's harder if you've built an identity up, right? Thing, and you're, you're known as like, for example, I can think of you, Sandy, you crazy kill lady. <laughs> right? I mean, that was somebody you identified as back when we first met in 2015 on Periscope. And isn't that crazy? It is. And I mean, you know, you could have stayed with that, but then you're like, but I do all these other things and that's just not, it doesn't fit me. Right. It's not working. It is kind of cool though. When people were like, Oh, it's the crazy kale lady. I'm like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad you remember that, but here I am. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't even like kale anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not true. I do still love it. But yeah, that's so true. And you're right. And and that goes into the whole like making sure that you are being the person that you are deep down inside all the way through. Now, I'm not known as the crazy kale lady anymore, but those principles are still a part of me. And those are mm-hmm. still me, you know, like the things that I always talked about and, and those things. And I've had challenges and changes and all of that stuff since then. But it's, 
Still me. I'm just so listening to you guys, and you guys are just making me fascinated today. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. I'm just so loving that. listening to you guys talking today. But I, I completely agree, and, and I just think that um, purpose is not something that's easy for a lot of people and it's just not. And I think that those are some great tools that you shared, Eric, to just get started, to help people just start to think more about their life. The perfectionism mm. that is expected in this world just drives me crazy. I know, um, right? I am a perfectionist. I always have been. I think a lot of us nurses are. But I really have to work hard to not be a perfectionist. And mm. it makes it really hard these days when so many people expect it. So mm -hmm. I think that people need to stop being perfectionists so they can really love themselves and find their purpose. Mm. Yeah. Well, God, a funny God story on the, on the podcast, even. I accidentally published the first episode when I hadn't figured out what day it was going to launch. And I was like, well, can't take that one back. I was searching desperately. I'm like frantically like, um, can I undo that? Where's the command Z on this thing? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Okay, so I can punt the the, the date down the road because it published right then. I'm like, no, not today. I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm like, I went to my wife ready and I'm like, not? well, the podcast is going to launch. I just have to set the date for this. So here we go. <laughs> you know, like, but that, that, it was a great lesson. Like, you know what? You're, you're never going to be ready. So just yeah. you got to mm -hmm. go. You, what you were kind of touching on too, just to recap a little bit too, is that that purpose thing, it's very personal. It's mm. really, really at your core. And I, and I, I just want to give whoever's listening to that permission right now to step out into their truth. Stop trying to be what everybody wants you to be. And I think, you know, sometimes even that perfectionism thing, I think it's a shield mm. to really not be willing to step out and do what you, because you're afraid it's not going to be good enough, not perfect enough, not right enough, not effective enough. And just keep, I could talk for hours on that same thought process. Like it's, it's exhausting. And that's the thing too. Like Angeli always says as well, being inauthentic is exhausting. Yes. So mm -hmm. you should be, I get, I get like, Okay, I'm going to go serve in the soup kitchen, and let's say you serve for 12 hours. Yeah, you're going to be exhausted when you're done, mm -hmm. but there's going to be a physical exhaustion there. Mentally, maybe a little taxed, but you're going to feel great. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, So it's different when you're doing something you're fired up about and juiced up about and ready to go. You can endure so much, even if it's painful. You don't care. You're like, I'm just loving this. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference when you're doing that versus performing – on a stage as a character in somebody else's play. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's you, you, you have to act, but then you get, you're exhausted when you're done. You don't want to talk to anybody. Don't dare ask me questions about it. Don't interview me. I don't, uh, I just got to get out of here. I'm ready to mm -hmm. just be by my lonesome. Cause I just, I'm tired and mm -hmm. you're grumpy. Maybe I, you know, like you just don't, you know, you're not operating in your best self and in doing what you really want to do. And look, I'm 48 guys. So, I, I figured out my purpose and that uh, you're hearing it right now. This mm, podcast. I love it. I love it. I waited 10 years. I've been years waiting for it. this for years. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. Like, yeah. you know, and I, and I've, I'm really at peace with like, it's now it is, I can't yes. go back cause it's not possible. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go back because it shaped it to where it is now. And it's, it's, it's perfect as it is in perfectly mm-hmm. perfect. I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, yes. I'm just saying, you know, if you're hearing this, that's what I want you to take away from this. Like really be okay with who you are and like, you know, own that weird of you, whatever it is, if you think it's weird, probably not. I'm seeing, I, I, if you look at social media and you're really honest with some things, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not going to say more. Okay. I, I think you could be in competition with some pretty, weird stuff let's just say and and it goes viral by the way okay so uh, i'm just saying <laughs> you know <laughs> nothing to be afraid of put yourself right? out there again in recap figure out what you're good at what are you passionate about what's gonna make you some money and help other people and go all in on you and you're and again you are awesome you are amazing and i want to clarify that one more time i was having a great conversation with my best friend yesterday about this the understanding of being awesome and amazing isn't about believing it in the peripheral sense. Like there's days we suck. Mm-hmm. There's days we're mad at ourselves. We're, we're regretting what we said or did. We're, we're not happy. We're not feeling the season of life we're in is really challenging and taxing. We're talking at a deeper level, realizing like, I think about that quote, I think therefore I am. It's, mm-hmm. it's as basic as that. Like, Nope, I'm really real. I, I I wasn't sure if I was really in the physical plane here. Yeah, pinch me. Oh, yeah, pinch me. Ouch. Yeah, I'm really here. <laughs> so it's kind of on that level. Like I'm here because I am an awesome and amazing creation on the planet, mm-hmm. and nobody can take that away from you if you really understand that. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Now build on that, and don't let anybody tell you differently. No, I have value. I am worthy. I have someone who loves me to death. Right. I know that, and I have, you know, even if you don't have loved ones or parents are gone now, whatever the case may be, you feel alone, you're still valuable, and you still have something to offer is what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. based on you being able to take breath from the breeze, and, you know, you've got voice, you've got heartbeat, whatever. I mean, you know, I guess I don't need to keep beating it, but I'm just saying you are um, awesome and amazing. You are valuable. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now go take these tools and figure out how you can show up in a big way. And that might be the two people like in my, my one buddy reached out and he said, you know, like, it's amazing where me being willing with my buddy to share to him something, you know, back in that day that has chance changed him and his whole family's life hmm. because he yeah, believes. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Like, and he was so moved by that statement. Like you are, um, you are important to one person maybe. And that's okay. Hmm. That one person could, and we talked about that in the last podcast, like Billy Graham. You know, mm-hmm. Billy Sunday was preaching and Billy Graham just happened to be in the crowd and look what Billy Graham did for the world. I mean, mm-hmm. one dude opening his mouth to speak on a stage for, I don't know, let's say it was an hour long sermon he gave. I don't know, whatever. And Billy Graham got it and he set the world on fire and never was the mm-hmm. same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just so yeah. cool to me. It is. And that's it why really it's is. valuable to get out there and, and be you and let mm-hmm. the world adjust. Authentically. Mm-hmm. I love it. That was great. Well, we appreciate you guys for listening in. And again, keep giving us the feedback. Um, it's important. It's, it means I want to shape this show around you, the listener. I want this to become your podcast, not mine, not Melissa's or Sandy's or whoever else comes on here. You know what I mean? Like we want it to be shaped for you guys. So please comment, re- email, whatever it is you want. You can even look us up on our socials and DM us. I don't mind whatever works to get the communication. That's what we desire most. And, uh, Appreciate you for listening. Hey there, you awesome, amazing human. Before you go, did you love this episode of the I'm Awesome podcast? Great. 
head over to iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to us on and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. We read every single one of your reviews. Thank you. And to connect further with us, please be sure to head over to our Facebook page. Until next time, go and be what you know you already are. Awesome. Awesome.